Hey everyone. Um, episode this week was with old Uncle Simo and our friend Chani Rifleman, who have both been on the on the show before, yeah, in different capacity. Um, Alex was on as a regular back in twenty. 17 maybe so a couple years now and uh simo has come on who's that came in at the last studio and he came in at the new one as well uh, just after i started up again um yeah we talked about i don't know we um dating toxic relationships ambition uh a couple of school stories in there um oh musical biopics uh, day and nighttime soaps, pedestry. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a uh, eclectic as well. Um, yeah, no, this was good. It was a long time coming. You know, three of us have all known each other. You know, for for years, and um, I'd never actually managed to get them both on in the same segment, which I'd, I'd always tried to do. Um, but yeah, hope you enjoy this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I was just telling Dee about how I'm just I'm working with uh, at this uh, casting agency, so I'm just doing some work with her. Oh, good. Yeah, so that's keeping me busy during the day. Yeah. Where's the office? Carlton. Cardigan Street. Ah, oh, yes. What's uh, what's news, man? I don't. See, no, no, it's fine. Just don't be obnoxious. Are you serious? <laughs> don't be obnoxious. Right, that's all right. I'll put it somewhere. There. You know what I'm tripping about? I was thinking about this on the way here. I haven't been in a room with both of you guys. I was trying to remember the last time I actually was in a room with both of you guys. I think it might be your birthday. Like 2018 or 19? 19, yeah. That was uh, before COVID. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was that 19? Yeah. So that three years. Last time I had a party, yeah. It's been three 19. years since we were all in the same room together. When when was that at your party? October oh, 2019. That was the last party I had. I think that's the last time we were all- In, yeah. in Collingwood at that, that bar? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah right. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, it was actually his birthday. Which is fuck. That's, that's three years. Yeah, your birthday's coming up, isn't it? October. Yeah, not too far away. Yeah, yeah. three years in October. We used to have coffee together like nearly every Monday. Well, back 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 in the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Monday nights at Mocha Joe's. Uh, yeah. Have you seen Mockers lately? I'm not, pretty sure it was shut. Nah. <laughs> I went to the Glen about fuck. Like, that's going back, man. <laughs> two weeks ago, I think. Yeah, I avoid that place <laughs> really yeah why a lot of traumatic memories no not trauma just <laughs> no you know i've got I good spent memories too much there. time there. i think i think we I did think we i spent think too much time we there. fell into a bit of a of a, a, a like how, how do i say this kind of like a groove that we couldn't get out of so that's how it felt for me 
It felt yeah. like this con, like at the beginning it was cool, but then it just kind of kept going. It kept rolling on. Obligation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't need yeah. to see people every week. And I think at that point as well, we, it got to the point where everyone was just miserable. <laughs> so no one was actually doing anything, <laughs> getting anywhere with their lives. We were just meeting up every Monday going, yeah, man, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that was like 15 years ago. Fuck. Oh, we were younger. But yeah, we would like, have been um, mid-20s. Like in- I said, yeah, like how much are you going to talk about when you see each other every week? That's crazy, man. There's, there's I don't no think need. I was there every week. I, I tried to go as often as possible, but I think yeah. maybe that's another reason. Not why. everyone was there every week. You'd sometimes I, not turn up. I think of everyone yeah. that was there, typically. Who was it? Let's let's rattle off some names. Fonzie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you, me. Theo. Theo. Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Who else? That was the main. The main, yeah. Your brother never came to that. No, my brothers didn't come to that. No, no, I'm, I'm only thinking of Jason. Kimon never came out. Oh, no, Kimon never came out. Maybe once. Yeah. yeah. I just remember Jason when we... um. <laughs> How old is he? He's like six years or something younger than us. Five. Five, yeah, like somewhere yeah. there. Five years younger than me. So, you know what? This is why I remember him. 2009. <laughs> 2009 when um, Michael Jackson passed away and it was your birthday and we went into the city. We went to Spice Lounge. Spice oh, markets. Oh, what a ripper night that was. Brilliant night. Yeah. And that was probably the first time I actually met you properly. Was it? Yeah, it was. I'd known Simon. I didn't know you. Really? Yeah. Like, I'd, I'd known you. Like, I'd met, met you, hung out with you, like, randomly, but I hadn't spent extended hours yeah, in the company. Yeah, right. When was it? What, what year was that? 2009. 2009. I just remember because I was driving that 2009. night. 2009. And we came to pick you up, and um, Michael Jackson was playing nonstop in my car. Because he just died. Yeah, yeah. And then I played that Demerol. Um, Demerol. <laughs> yeah, I played that in the car and everyone just went quiet. Like, because, yeah, no one had heard it except for, I think, Andy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just remember the one thing, two things from that night. One, we made the dance floor at Spice Market. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. There was never a dance floor at Spice Market until yeah. that night. They used uh-huh. to have the tables and chairs and shit. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. true. Yeah. So we all cracked it because they were playing River Tunes. Yeah, yeah. So we pushed all the tables and chairs yeah. away. And then every time after that, there was a dance floor, like standard. Yeah, it was, uh, we, we really got loose that night. It was mad. I ended up wearing some, I can't remember whose mink fur coat it was. That was at the end of the night. That was at the end of the night. <laughs> My shirt came off. I was wearing a mink fur coat yeah. and fucking gold, someone's gold chains. <laughs> I, I remember it for two things. One, Spice Market. Mm. And two, your brother. It was the first time he'd come out with us. Like- yeah, you got a good memory, man. I just remember it because <laughs> it was the first time I'd ever seen these people, like, you know, yeah. extended. Mm. Like, I'd seen, you know, hung out with him plenty till then, but we went out and we were trying to get your brother. How did you get invited to it? Because I was still, I still knew Andy. I still oh, knew you. And we met oh, you yeah. through Andy. Oh, yeah. we met you through yeah, Andy. We yeah. met you through Andy, yeah. yeah. By that point, I'd been hanging out with him for at least five years or so. So, I definitely had seen Simo at that point. Mm. Seen. But it was just you were like the you and your brother were like the last final frontiers. I knew Fonzie as well. Yeah, right. I just remember it because we had your brother. We were trying to lean in on him to pick up some bird. Some, she was Korean, I think. She wouldn't leave him alone, and we kept trying to like push the kid. He was young, right? So he was like, if he was five years younger than us, he would have been like nineteen. Fuck. Do you know what I mean? Like it would have been nineteen. 18, 19. Where, so the, was, where are the years going? It was the first time he'd come out, like, with the boys, you know what I mean? Like, older heads. Mm. 
and we were just on him. This Korean bird wouldn't leave him alone. And we're like, dude, just do it. Take one for the team. She's got a place in Port Melbourne somewhere. There's people there. Like, they've got drugs. They've got women. Like, she keeps talking about it. And we're like, come on, man. Just take one for the team. Do it. He's like, no, I don't want to hook up with her. I don't like her. Like, it doesn't matter whether you like her or not, man. Like, there's six of us. Okay, they've got women there. They've got booze. The, the party's over here. We've got to keep going. Yeah. No, I don't want to. I don't want to. He's just so innocent and naive. <laughs> We ended up at KFC on Swanson Street. I don't know if you remember KFC on Swanson. It was filthy. Probably one of the most filthy dives of eateries, like food eateries at like three in the morning sort of specs. You know what I mean? And I remember sitting there and didn't buy a meal. We all did. Everyone generally did, except for Jason, poor guy. He had like a a two-piece feed. He's trying to eat his chicken and just leans in and just goes... Like, he grabs a piece. He's like, And he's like, grabs a piece and eats it. I fell on the floor. You're forcing this kid to surrender his chicken. Three in the morning. Like he, like he wanted to give it to him. It's a good memory. That and Binane. That's what he told. Oh, That's what he said to, to, to Jason. He goes, yeah. He's like, I don't want to do, you know, I don't want, I'm not into it. He goes, then they cut the lavenis. Pinande. Shout out to Dim. Yeah. That, that's like forever burnt in my head. 2009 <laughs> was a weird year, but that I remember crystal clear. Yeah. I remember the, the passing of MJ. I remember that. Actually, Dim rang me. I was in, uh, I, was, I, was, I was asleep and I got the call. And he's like, hey, man. Uh, he's like, hey, um, I got some bad news. I'm thinking, what? He's like, Michael Jackson's dead. Did you say it like that? <laughs> I think it was like that. And I was was like, he serious? Like, and I was, it was just a massive. Yeah, no, he was just like, he, but you know, he was dramatic with it because that's how he is. He's like, Michael Jackson's dead. <laughs> and I'm just like, it was just silence, radio silence on the other end. And then I just went down to the television. I remember when we were living in Willis Hill. And then we went down, I went down, turned on the TV, and I was on every fucking station, like the King of Pop, you know? That was massive. Where were you when, when MJ died? Do you remember? No. At all? You don't remember? But, but, no. I, I remember that, yeah. Maybe Go. I heard about it when I was at work. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I probably the heard news about broke it broke here I, at like early, like 8am, 9am. And I wouldn't, I don't think I was even on social media at that, I don't know if it, I don't think I used it I back I think that then. was the beginning of social media, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. so I wouldn't have heard about it. 2008, 2009 yeah. was when I, st- I created the first Facey account. Mm. And I created it because I was overseas a lot. So then that was the start of yeah. the yeah. role. Mm. I remember waking up and I had a message from someone that just said, long live the king of pop or something. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. And I sent something back. And I put my head back down. And I was like, no, wait a second. So I grabbed the phone <laughs> again. I'm like, what? Yeah. So then I've messaged him like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, he's dead. Huh? So I remember getting up and my mum was at home, walked into the living room. And she was just sitting there watching it like on TV. Mm. She was like shattered. Mm. Never seen the old lady like that taken back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Over a celebrity death. Yeah. But then you put in a context. <clears throat> mum would have been like what? I mean, how old was Jackson when he died? Like 50? It was 50. I think the- it was 50. Yeah. It would have- yeah. When was he born? 19, 19, what is it? 1958? Is that, is that 1958? Yeah. So the old lady yeah. would have been like in her early 20s when he sort of popped up on the scene. Mm. Mm. So you assume that she's seen him mm. through the, his whole career. Exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, when you think about how much 
he was to our generation. You know what I mean? Like, mm. he was multi-generational. You know, he was that artist that kind of, like Elvis, you know? I've been watching a lot of Elvis clips. It's because of you. Me? Yeah. What did I do? I <laughs> sent you that clip to- What did I do? <laughs> I sent you that clip to, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Shopping Around. Did you remember, do you remember it? I think it's in that G.I. Blues movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shopping around because yeah. I found. <laughs> Sick cunt. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then after that, I got on like a real Elvis kick and we started um, just watching the clips. Yeah, we the were film. saying that we don't listen to enough of him. I was, yeah, I was just thinking that too after, well, I, after I saw the film. Yes, that's what mm. I felt. You, know? you watched it? I saw it, yeah. I yeah, saw same. it on, uh, last week, yeah. Yeah, I didn't see it. Yeah, I took his review for it. What did you think? Yeah, what did Are you we going to discuss the film? <laughs> Is that what we're doing? I haven't watched it, so I can't comment. Okay, well, we won't. No, no. I'm not going to give anything away. What's to give away? Hang on, wait, wait, wait. wait. What's what's to give away? There actually isn't anything to give away. That's true. There's nothing to give away. Wasn't wasn't his anniversary of his death like yesterday? I don't know, maybe. Yeah, hang on. 16th. Yeah, it was yesterday. Mm. Holy shit. What did you think? What did I think of the The film? film? I didn't. <laughs> Why is he? He looks so keen here. Because you have seen it, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I have seen it. I'm yeah. laughing because he has his opinion. I know. I'm yeah. laughing because I've heard his opinion on it. Right. But. Okay, it's a did, positive opinion. All right, all right. This is my opinion. Yeah. Look, he's not forgiving. He's very. Yeah, he's very. He's, rel- he's ruthless. <laughs> <laughs> he's ruthless. Okay, God. look. I, yeah. uh, this is my opinion. My opinion is mm. I thought the film. I, I wasn't a massive fan of the film. Okay. I did think that his performance was stellar. It was a, it was an incredible f- performance uh, as Elvis Presley, mm. but I wasn't a fan of the film. He was. I was kinder to it. Yeah, <laughs> I think a bit more kinder to it. I thought it was entertaining. The the music and mm. if you're an Elvis fan, I did get a bit swept away into it. Mm. But I don't like Baz Luhrmann mm. generally, so I went in there with no expectation. Right. So I was pleasantly surprised because it wasn't as bad as his films generally are. Yeah, right. Okay. I don't think. Do you like Baz Luhrmann? Uh, look, it's a very particular taste, I think. I, I like a couple of his films. I'm not a massive yeah. Baz Luhrmann guy. I, I appreciate him in terms of being a unique, having his own style, but I think that with a lot of his stuff, in my opinion, I don't think like... Uh, I don't know. I, I think he. It's very. It's all flash. Yeah, it's very it's flashy. Flash and it's very fl- yeah. It's very and flashy. Very flamboyant. And like Steven Spielberg, he's not good at character development. I don't think. Yeah. So look, the, the, the interesting story was with the, this whole thing with the Colonel, right? That's actually an interesting. Mm, the Colonel's a good story. That's an interesting story between Elvis and the Colonel. See, and- you've already lost me there. I said it to Simon as well. I go. The Colonel, like I knew the story was revolving around the Colonel, like mm. from what I'd read. Yeah. Mm. And when I found out that Tom Hanks was cast as the <laughs> Colonel, first thing I said to him was, mm. that's terrible. Tom Hanks can't hold an accent. Okay. He's terrible with character accents. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's a great actor, like, but not with accents. <laughs> right. So, that, that I already had my reservations. Right. Like, ah, fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought he was better than expected. I, yeah. Be- yeah you don't like Tom Hanks. No, but that's what I'm saying. I think he's better than expected. I think he's overrated. Why? No, I don't like him as a per- I think he's stupid. That, actually, hang on. I didn't get to ask you that in our conversation the other day. Yeah. Because you said, I don't think much of Tom Hanks. Yeah. yeah I think he's difficult. an idiot. I don't think much of Tom Hanks. No, I don't. <laughs> but I didn't get to ask things that he you says. Why? Well, we well, were- hang on a second. Are we talking about him as an actor? Or are we talking- as a person. As a personality. Okay. What he projects out there. What about as an actor? 
uh, okay. You know, I like The Road to Perdition. Philadelphia was, though that wasn't a very good film. It, you didn't it like a, Philadelphia? Not as a film. I thought he was good in it. And I, I, thought, watched, I watched it for the first time like six months ago. It was okay. I thought Forrest Gump's probably one of the most overrated <laughs> movies of the 90s, <laughs> along with Titanic and maybe a few others. But, yeah, no. Just naming the blockbusters. <laughs> yeah, say, yeah. Movies that set records. Yeah. You know, in, in the, at the film sort of side <laughs> and, and the budget side. Yeah. All the movies that set all the records for like the 90s. <laughs> Simon shit list. You know, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> No, so but that's not true. I mean, you do like some big, you know, like ah, T- Terminator Two. A lot it? of a lot of big hits. Fucking yeah, I've liked a lot great of great film. But back to the film, it was. I just thought it was entertaining. It was better than I expected it to be. And being an Elvis fan, I enjoyed. Mm. And I liked seeing his um, influences, mm. like you know, like and they're some of my favorite singers, like BB King yeah, and yeah, yeah, Big yeah. Mama Thornton and Little Richard. They're some of my favorites. So it's good to see them pop up. Yeah, in the film. But I agree with you. I think he was. Very good. Yeah, he was great. It's a great... I thought Tom Hanks was better than expected. Yeah. The other roles were one-dimensional. They weren't very interesting. But it was more about the colonel and... And him, but yeah, it's Lerman's style. I think it's he's, his style, man. It's it's very it's either you it's very what do you call it polarizing. I think he suits commercials and mm. uh, music videos. <laughs> no, like his style, it's it's yeah. very flat. It's very flashy. He'd be good at doing, and he is good at doing big budget commercials I don't know and music why, videos. But I'm yeah. picturing you casting him in like a pet barn ad. Like something so low budget. Like, yeah, Bass, listen, just get a shot of the cat coming out of the little house. You know what I mean? That's what you would do. Would you say Romeo and Juliet was... I look, that's uh, that's I like that. I, I like, that's the one Baz Luhrmann yeah. film that I... I thought that was, well, mate. I brought that up in the uh, in the conversation yeah. I had with him. Uh, yeah, because, because we great cast. Yeah. Well, I think also because... Yeah, yeah, actually, exactly. Exactly what he just said. I said, you've got to consider the cast that he had in yeah. Romeo and Juliet. All those but, also, items, yeah. but also the fact that he's taken a classic text, like he's taking Shakespeare mm. and he's doing something completely different with it. Yeah. In that context, it makes sense. Yeah, because it, it you know it what works. I mean? Yeah. It works because it's, he's using the text and he's doing it in this really kind yeah. of interesting way. But I think it's a one, it, it tends to be a, a, a little bit of a one trick thing. Strictly ballroom. It doesn't really work. It doesn't really work with everything. Yeah. Um, strictly ballroom. Same thing. I thought, good, I thought that was good yeah. too. Yeah. What yeah. happened to Paul Mercurio? <laughs> I'm serious. I, I think he was hosting some cooking show last time. Ah, he's yeah. a cook. He was he was on some cooking show, I think. Really? I don't know. Was he like a pseudo celebrity, or was he actually a big deal in the? No, 90s? you remember he made that um, comedy with Dan Aykroyd. Do you remember that? That was like a fantasy sex island. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, he made a movie with Dan Aykroyd and Rosie O'Donnell. It was really bad, very unfunny, and he played a, a sub to a mistress. BDSM Island. It was very bad and it wasn't funny. Yeah, like it I, was, sh- and she was shocking in it. Like she was horrible. Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, like horrible. It was a horrible film. That probably sunk him because it was such a exit to Eden. That's the one. Exit to Eden. Exit to Eden. <laughs> it was such. What possessed him to do that? I don't know. I don't, I, I usually like those B grade, but it was awful. But hang on a second, he did that after Strictly Ballroom. Yeah, so 1994. When did Strictly Ballroom come out? 92 or 93. So how do you how do you, how do you go from doing? So he did we went from Strictly Ballroom, and that probably was his first American film. So if that's your first American film into the market, that probably sunk him. 
Strictly Ballroom. No, yeah, Exit dude. to Eden sunk him. Strictly Ballroom was ninety two. Next movie was Exit to Eden yeah. in ninety four. No wonder he went. So it was a it was a it was a bad choice. Yeah, <laughs> it was hideous, <laughs> fucking horrible film. Why do you say it like that? <laughs> I just remember it was like the the darling of Australian media, like in the early nineties. I was probably yeah. like seven eight years old, coming to age sort of thing. And I just remember turning the TV on, seeing this douchebag wearing like dancing Spanish high waisted pants, no shirt. <laughs> was he even a, an actor? Or was he? He's a dancer. Is he's he? a yeah, isn't he a dancer. Like a born. He's an actual born dancer. <laughs> yeah, he's I don't, a born, I don't yeah. fucking know. <laughs> how could do you think about it? The nineties. This is how fucked up the nineties were. They made a household name out of a ballroom dancer from Melbourne. It's from Swan Hill. Yeah, right. Mm. They made him a household name. You couldn't turn on the fucking TV without seeing him. Mm. His face is on one of those ads. You know what I mean? We're talking about ballroom dancing. Well, do you think he did the casting couch? Who? For Lerman. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Probably. Maybe. It, was, it would have been a young dude at that point. But let me ask you a question. Mm. Did you guys watch Rocket Man? <laughs> yes. Rocket man, that was rubbish. You thought it was rubbish? Yes, I thought it was silliness. Why? I don't. I didn't like that fantasy musical aspect. That I never, style. I didn't see it. It was a horrible. It's just one of those typical biopics that's slight, underbaked, mm. poor character development. Didn't what? like it at all. It wasn't as bad as Bohemian Rhapsody. That's my next question. Uh, that was bad. That yeah. was bad. But the Rocket Man was worse. You reckon? Elvis was better than the two mentioned, in my really? opinion. Really? Yeah. Yes. Actually, actually, I haven't seen Rocket Man, but Don't I agree. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I actually agree with you. Yeah. I, I, I preferred Elvis to um, to Bohemian Rhapsody. See, oh, yeah. Rocket Man, I walked in having zero expectation. I just ex- the only expectation I had was that it was going to be camp and it was over very the camp, top. Yeah. The only gripe I had with it was because they slammed musicals in every thirty seconds. Because it was that kind of fantasy musical where yeah. you burst into it wasn't, song at just about every emotion. Wasn't that pace. was the stage show. That's what annoyed me about it. I thought he did all right. But again, and, and the fact that he did his own singing was actually impressive. Because mm. he didn't. He sounded pretty we, good. I was never an Elton. I'm, I'm not an Elton John fan, nor am I a Freddie Mercury fan, but I'm an Elvis fan. So I think maybe that helped me oh, enjoy yeah. the Elvis movie that, that yeah. bit more. See, I like, I, I like Freddie Mercury, but I thought they did him a disservice in that film. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Again, it's slight under <clears throat> underbaked. It was just too. It was too squeaky clean, man. I mean, you're talking about Queen. I mean, that, you know, <laughs> and Freddie Mercury, man. The guy was loose. Yeah, but and, and he was like, you that's know, everyone. And it's like it was just too. They tried to make him this charming dude that just had, was in love with yeah. a, someone, and that was the, the end. Script of it. was bad. <laughs> I, I think if you're going to make a film about <laughs> '70s rock stars, you know, you got to you got to kind of go there, man. You got to be. Did you watch the Dirt? The Motley Crue one? Actually, I haven't seen that. Have you seen it? No. Is it good? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. good. Like, they don't hold back. There's yeah, some sick. There's some creative liberties taken, but yeah. generally it's pretty true to the story. And, I mean, we're talking about crew in the 80s, so they're like yeah. straight. You can't, yeah. you can't hide the sex, drugs, and rock and roll in yeah. the 80s because it wasn't- yeah. It's not like that. They couldn't like romanticize it like Elton John or yeah. Queen from the late 70s. This was like- Fucking, mm. yeah, yeah, you know, Hollywood Boulevard, Sunset Strip. Yeah, everyone remembers Heather Locklear, you know, so it's like, mm. yeah, and yeah, the dirt, M- yeah, 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 MGK was in that playing Tommy Lee. And I thought, considering MGK is a douchebag with pretty limited talent, who's MGK? Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, right. Oh, okay, yeah, they got him in to do 
be Tommy Lee, and uh, I thought he was probably one of the strongest uh, characters. Is on. that on a? Is that on like a Netflix. streamer? Oh, it's on Netflix. Okay. Pretty sure it's on, still on Netflix. Yeah, oh, so maybe not. It was a while ago. Okay, I've got the book as well. But yeah, yeah. Well, then, which music biopics were great? We've named ones we didn't. Particularly Ray, like. I thought was good. Yes, I, agree. I never saw it. Yeah, never. Ray's good. Ray's good. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Jamie Fox. He rips yeah. it. Well, you're, f- f- you're not a fan of Jamie Fox. Pardon me. You. You're not a fan of Jamie Fox, are you? I don't, he was very good in that. Really? Otherwise, I haven't seen him in anything else apart from maybe that one of the crews. What was that one? Collateral. Yeah. Collateral is brilliant. In yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, the only two I've seen but that Cruise I can recall. Cruise is better than Jamie Foxx in Collateral. Yeah, agreed. He, that's one of my favorite Cruise movies, films. Just based on Cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 100%. great. 100%. He's great in that. He's just this- You're confusing him for Will Smith. It's Will Smith I, I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Foxx, I'm okay with. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, yeah, Ray, I never saw. But what else is there? Walk the Line was good. Uh, mm. I'm, I'm, just, I'm a fan of Jamie Foxx as, as an all-round entertainer and just multi-talented <clears throat> artist. I think he's fucking incredible. But um, he's good in heaps of shit. What else is he? Like- I think he dipped his fingers in too many pies when he tried to release his, um, his R&B shit. Yeah. Don't look at me like that. What? You don't- He no, can sing. You, no, you don't I'm not it. saying he can't sing. Yeah. What I'm saying is that I think he dipped his fingers in too many pies, got on too many um, albums. He jumped on a bunch of features, yeah? So, like, his original career was, like, singing, originally. Yeah, yeah. Before he became an actor, he could sing. So, he was like- He could play piano, like, yeah. all that yeah. shit. Yeah. But the problem is, is that after um, being on that Slow Jam single with Twister and Kanye West, all of a sudden, he's like- well, I've got an R&B career now, clearly. Well, he had an album before that. That did nothing. Called Peep This. That did nothing. <laughs> yeah, it did nothing. So it's like, dude, you, you did an album that did nothing. Eddie Murphy had an album that did nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, take the hint. But he was also a stand-up comedian. He was on In Living Colour. You know what I mean? Like, he was okay. he, he was doing a lot of shit. Yeah, I know. I yeah. get it. Yeah. But just because you're doing shit doesn't mean... Dude, I remember when you came at me talking about doing stand-up comedy. Yeah. Well, yeah do you remember what I said to you? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I remember I remember that phone call like what did you say? What did you say? <sighs> All I said to you was I still remember this. Okay. <laughs> I said, "Do you want to do stand up? Do you have material you want to do because you, you ultimately that's your end goal or do you just want to do it because you think you can?" And you're like, "No, I think it'd be fun." I said, "Okay. But remember, you've entered the media scene as an actor. Yes. That's going to attempt stand-up. You've yes. got a stand-up who's going to attempt acting. Uh, right. It's a lot more forgiving the other way around. But why? Right? But why? That, uh, my question is, why is that? <laughs> because <laughs> most actors forget that they may not naturally be funny. Okay. They just get given good scripts and can act well. Okay. And play off that, right? Whatever their strength is. And this is what I said to you. <laughs> I said, I said what I said just then, and then you're like, oh, you know, I don't know. You give me a bit to think about. I go, listen, man, just get on YouTube and just go YouTube Craig McLaughlin stand up. And you're like, Craig really? McLaughlin? <laughs> yeah. He just said, really? I go, yeah, do that. I go, is it bad? I go, listen, man, I'll be honest. <laughs> I've watched it halfway through and I never watched it again. Like I stopped it and that, that was it just uh. because it was so fucking bad. Uh. It could be unredeemable. Look, I've never really compared myself to Craig McLaughlin. That's the, that's the guy from Neighbours. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't really... Yeah. yeah. The guy from Neighbours. And the guy that had a whole bunch of sexual sure. assault uh, yeah, lawsuits. Yeah. He was found innocent. 
He was found innocent. <laughs> <laughs> he was found innocent. The charges were dropped. He was cleared. That's why his name came up recently, because <laughs> I, I heard that Neighbours was cancelled finally. Yeah, no, he, yeah. he was upset that you, he wasn't brought back mm. for it. Ah. So all these oh, Neighbours okay. fans carrying on McLaughlin and that Minogue and, you know. Yeah, he played like, a big brother or something. They're all excited about Kylie Minogue and these other people making these little cameo up <laughs> here. Goodbye, Ramsey Street and, yeah. you know, all that stuff. Yeah, no, he made us think that he was left out from that reunion. Ah, okay. I didn't well, realise see why. Did you watch the last episode? No, I watched, no. I actually watched like, I think it was the final two minutes. Uh-huh. They're having some street party or something. Just purely because someone sent it to me, said, you got to watch this. I'm like, really? It was after I did the last podcast where I was shit canning uh, your mate, Jared Rebecca. Oh, right. <laughs> I, I actually heard that. <laughs> I, listened, I listened to it, yeah. Yeah, no, nah, I couldn't do it, man. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you watch it? No. Did you ever watch the show? No. <laughs> Only a few times. If there was someone that I knew was on it, like I'd Literally watch it. why I watched it. Yeah, when I yeah did. if I had a friend that was on it's it. because he messages me and says, hey, I've got a 50-word. I like, check it out. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> what channel is it on again? What time? Okay, hold on. Yeah. I watched it, yeah, if friends, are, and there were a few people I knew that had gone on it, and mm. yeah, that's the only time I watched it. I've never seen Home and Away, though. I've never watched an episode, or even a, a scene, I, I can't remember ever seeing that. I think I tried watching, like, a scene when I was in high school, because mm. everyone talked about it, and I'm like, what is this crap? I can't. But what does that say now, with Neighbours Gone, does that open the floodgates for, you know... Something new, or they're just going to keep cramming pro- reprocessed American sitcoms down our throat? I mean, what do you think? And I, I ask you because you are an Australian actor who's been on these shows. I appreciate you like not saying too much either, yeah? <laughs> like, I get it. Well, I've already <laughs> like you want of... Another, you want another job. Yeah, I know. Point. I've already kind of <laughs> criticised Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably, if he hears this, he won't give me a job. But, uh, yeah, okay. But please, Baz. Um, Baz I'm desperate. Baz Luhrmann is sitting in his Hollywood house right now, staring at the beach. <laughs> but he's, he's waiting for this. He's seen my Instagram post of some <laughs> shitty studio in Oakley. He's like, right, I've got to keep an eye out. <laughs> yeah. on this. Tells his assistant to remind him when uh, it comes up. Um, sorry, what was the question? <laughs> Fucking hell. <sighs> with Neighbours Gone That's yes. like one of the, the film The TV Staples a, of Australian <clears throat> juggernauts of, yes. of TV right Yes We've literally laid down At it's arms At it's feet For the last 37 odd years Is it 37 years 38 Kissing its toes <laughs> <laughs> And England even more so Remember how much England Yeah That's the only reason Why it was still going Because the English were watching English it. market mm. Well maybe there'll be A new soap Full of more diversity And Inclusion. Look, of, I think uh, uh, I don't know. this is the this is the thing. It's it's it, we, we, I don't know. I mean, it's served. It's a bit. It's been a vehicle. You know, it's served a purpose for talent mm. for for a lot of actors as a as a as a training ground and as a bit of a launching pad for a lot of actors. So as 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 a vehicle, it's it's been an important thing. Now, yeah, but you know what? It's only been a vehicle because it was there. And the only reason it was there is because it was propped up for that. For a purpose <clears throat> beyond making anything mm. worthy of like cinema, is there? Is well, there, it, well, it's never meant to be that. It's a it's a soap opera. Well, and soaps are fun. Like I love mm. soaps, just not the Australian ones. But I get it. Do you know what I mean? Like a guilty pleasure. But why, is there, actually, why don't you like Australian ones? I find them boring. Aren't they the same? No. Okay. What's the difference? Uh, well, as in how would <clears throat> how would a typically 
US soap. Very from I think Days of Our Lives, Young and the Restless. You know, Paul, it's I, still scary that you. Yeah, that's the, it's far more over the top. It, the storylines are a lot more dramatic. It's they're crazy. They're just crazy, <laughs> yeah. crazy fun. Yeah, the, you know the gangster storylines and the demonic possessions and the family <laughs> rivalries and you know like it, it's just it's so much fun. <laughs> you know, but neighbors and home. And I just. Yeah, it's very, it's very. You're right. That's a bit more. Mon- it's too regular. It's, it's too regular. It's, people it's, living yeah. in a in a regular court and sub- that doesn't interest me. It's but very for low key. Yeah. For other people, they like it, and that's fine. So nothing happens. Yeah, not much. No. So I'm wondering whether there still is a decent enough market for soaps. Yeah. Look, I don't know. I don't really. Yeah, I'm not. I don't really watch soaps. I think what's happened as well is that with the whole soap opera thing, you've you've seen shows as well that have taken that kind of melodrama and really heightened it yeah. and made it almost like kind of like, you know, like elevated it to a, to a, like a cinematic level. Like when you look at say, and I don't want to say it's a soap opera, but it has that, those kind of elements. Like when you look at um, like Game of Thrones, like you yeah. look at that. See, like I a, never watched any of that. It's crap, like a yeah. medieval soap opera. Or, well, in a yeah. se- in a way, with a big budget. Yeah, I mean, it is based off the novels, and but better scripts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there is something about it that is kind of melodramatic in that s- similar kind of way. You yeah, know what I mean? and and also like like shows like like uh, have you seen Yellowstone? Is that with Kevin Costner? I've yeah. heard of it. Yeah. yeah, it's you know it's it's that kind of thing. You know, it's and it's good. You know, mm. it's it's kind of got a dynasty. Kind of vibe to yeah, it. There's yeah, those epic nighttime soaps, and there's more the daytime yeah. soap. And Neighbours was more daytime soap. You're right. I right. think. Yeah, yeah. Daytime more, soap. Yeah, it had more of a daytime soap feel than a glossy high Then to be big, on at like 6.30 or whatever. whatever to be, yeah, was. like it's like it would be better suited to like four o'clock. Yeah. You know, like before Bold and the Beautiful, as opposed to being like at eight thirty. Yeah, with you know Twin Peaks or yeah. Dynasty or something. Yeah, like or like that. Melrose Place. Or Melrose Place, which was great. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. Melrose Place. That wasn't a soap, was it? It was a nighttime soap. Yeah, was it? Yeah, it actually was. Yeah, and nine hundred two one zero. Nine hundred two one zero. Wasn't Melrose a spin off from nine hundred two one zero? It was. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it was. I, what was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, both yeah. Aaron Spelling shows. Yeah, and then Models Inc. was a spin-off of oh, Melrose Models Place. Inc. How long did Models Inc. last? I think just one season. Who was on that? You d- there was an Australian. There was an Australian. Wasn't there a for- blonde Australian girl on it? What was the other? What was the other okay. soap that I'm we gonna, had? I'm going to say. What was the other show that? So there was a nighttime soap that we had. East Street. Oh yeah, with Bruce Sarazan. That was a bit more crazy. That was cool because they had that serial killer. That blew up the the, the, the the wasn't Marcus Graham in East Street? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was yeah, that yeah. serial killer that uh, shot that doctor in the head, and then he blew up a family in a car. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Models yeah. Inc. Kylie Travis. That's the one. Is she the Aussie? Yeah. Okay, I just picked the first blonde <clears throat> that popped up on the thing. Okay. And I'm, I'm yeah. just seeing a lot of good-looking women. I don't see any actual actors. <laughs> and then there was a spin-off. I think then there was Central Park West. I remember that came on. Cameron Datto was in Models Inc. Australian guy, yeah? Yeah, the Dattos, man. The Dattos, they, were, man. they were royalty in the 90s, man. <laughs> the Dattos. The Dattos. Yeah. <laughs> Who but were they? Cameron Andrew, Datto? Andrew Datto. <laughs> but it was just, it was such a strange show. Because it was all these, all these. Stop. It's what? his no, face. A- no, Andrew it's da- his face. Cameron Datto, Andrew Datto. 
Fucking some other data. Bill Strangers was this beach hey, house. Did you ever see hey, Models Inc? No, I never did. No, there was a whole group of models that lived in a beach house that were all members of the same agency. That that, kind that's of, the show. Well, it was a share house, and yeah, yeah. And then they had all their little Carrie Ann Moss was in it. Carrie Ann Moss. How remember do I know beautiful that beautiful woman from the Matrix? I remember she was in it. Oh, Trinity from the Matrix. Yeah. No shit. So she actually went somewhere after that. Right. After that show. There you go. How come I never saw this show? Oh, but then again, I didn't watch Melrose or whatever. Yeah, see, I watched all of them. So, <laughs> Yeah, you were heavy into them. I was heavy into them. Yeah, Seinfeld, Simpsons. Yeah, but Seinfeld Rose. wasn't a soap. He was a sitcom. No, no, but these were my staples. So it was all the soaps plus Seinfeld, The Simpsons, and Roseanne. I mean, these are the sh- And Twin Peaks, obviously. You liked Roseanne? Yeah, I thought Roseanne was really good. Why? Yeah. I, I enjoyed that kind of, that the sitcom of the average, you know, this average american family yeah and i thought roseanne was good in it i thought her her writing was good in it i thought john goodman was john goodman's just good was good in it too it was good you know had its time i mean eventually you know the last few seasons were a bit poor but for most of its run it was good and i think roseanne's quite talented i think she got a very unfair rap yeah she's been oh the um yeah she's been what did you say about jews it was something um i shouldn't what about who jews she's one no, 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 it wasn't Jews. It, it was, ju- um, what did she say? She made some racist oh, comments. About- no, it wasn't racist, in my opinion. <laughs> no, well, she, no, she didn't mean it to be racist, and it got conflated. Yeah, as- because she was talking about the Iranian nuclear deal, and then she brought up Valerie, is it Valerie Jarrett or the- I don't know, hang on. This woman, oh, look. who um, I think is a bit of a Islamic sympathizer. And so she ma- she's a stand-up comedian slash comic. She made a joke about- um, you know, if Planet of the Apes and Hezbollah got together and had a child, this is what it would look like. Now, this woman does look like a character from Planet of the Apes. She does. If you put a female Planet of the Apes character next to her face... Yeah, she likened former Obama administration officer Valerie Jarrett to Planet of the Apes. Yeah, but she looks and, like one. And, and, and this person, this woman is, is black. Well, no, well, I think she's part African ancestry, part Iranian or part Middle Eastern. She's mixed. Okay. Either way, the woman does look like this character. So, I mean, what's the problem? Well, in- it's the connotations, you know, but that- black people. And, oh. Yeah. All right. Slurs, you know. It's well, a, at it's the same touchy. time. It's a touchy subject. Remember- but it wasn't meant, the whole point was that it wasn't meant that, it wasn't well, meant in that way. The other problem is that she backtracked. I mean, she said that, you know, she had taken pills and she didn't mean it. And then it was, just own your joke. You made a joke about her. Yeah, but, just, just own the yeah, joke. Yeah, but just, but, but even say that it wasn't meant to be, you know, that wasn't, that wasn't the intention of the joke, to be taken in that way, so. Not a, ra- not a racial thing. She was yeah. just saying, you know, this woman actually looks like this character. I mean, there are a lot of African-Americans that are having a laugh about it, and they were sharing the comparisons on Twitter saying, yeah, she does look like this character. Yeah, but see, so see, see this is the thing. Eminem... There was an attempt to try and get Eminem cancelled back in like the mid two thousands, yeah, because he did the, the music video to "Just Lose It," and he makes fun of Michael Jackson, right? So he's dressed up like Michael Jackson, <laughs> yeah. and he gets he catches his hair on fire. Like, oh, like I remember, that, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all these late night, um, ho- or not even late night hosts, all these hosts of like you know urban um, radio shows and shit mm-hmm. like that, they all came out said, "Oh." We're taking back our bl- our black pass, you know, like Eminem, like this is uncalled for, la, 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 la. And then all the comedians came out and said, we've been making fun of Michael Jackson since the 80s. Yeah. Eminem just did it for a music video, what? And that, that's a problem. Yeah. Like, are you serious? Yeah. Mm. Look, how is that? Like, now you're coming out yeah. saying it's uncalled for? Mm. We're literally making fun of him since the 80s. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. 
I agree. Yeah. But I mean, what are you going to say? It's like the, um, oh, who are they recasting now? Oh, fuck. fuck. Oh, your mate. We were talking Which about mate? this the other day. Um, Tom Hanks. Oh, Tom Hanks. Yeah, when he said that if they made Philadelphia today, he wouldn't be a part oh, of it. Oh, yeah, yes, because he said they, <laughs> he said that they wouldn't accept the, to stoke the fire. Yeah, yeah <laughs> the in, inauthenticity of a straight man playing a gay man that an audience wouldn't accept that. Well, we said then, you know why? You know why aren't you saying the same thing about playing an autistic? Yeah, in in Forrest Gump. But you know the the autistic people aren't the ones that are being. Coddled and panted yeah, that or much. The kid that had the, the leg braces, you know, they have to actually get yeah. a ch- someone with, you know, yeah. deformed legs or something. And I said, <laughs> if that's cancelled, then do we cancel Robin Williams for playing um, uh, in the birdcage? Mm. Oh, yeah. But look how many gay actors play heterosexual roles. But I that's, mean, uh, yeah. That's the point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Is that, is that uh, audience is not going to accept that inauthentic? I mean, that, that's the logic if we're going to follow his. Logic. Who's going to get the raw deal? Yeah. Uh, tr- uh, str- uh, heterosexual actors not allowed to play trans characters or cross-dressers, but only cross-dressers and trans actors can play su- in type. Type, yeah. So, but what, are they banned from playing heterosexual characters mm. and non-cross-dressers? I Who's getting the raw end? Well, like, the exactly. argument is that all these so-called disadvantaged groups should have priority because of their historical... Oppression and... Uh, yeah. yeah, but it's not even historical oppression. We're talking about just random... Like, was it... um? Oh, which actor was it? In Was it Rami Malek, maybe? He's playing like an Egyptian king or something. And they came... Like they said, oh, you know, another white guy playing it like a... I mean, at least it's like, dude, he's like Egyptian or he's whatever Egyptian. it was. Well, just because yeah. he's got a white skin tone or light skin... Who can't... You know, they, this is a problem with Americans. They just look at skin tones. Yeah. They don't think beyond that. We were talking about... um. Was it that stupid Hispanic actor that had a go at... Oh, the, Guzamo. This is what who's that... In, who's in Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> and who's played this, so many Italians, and, is, and he has the nerve to start pontificating have you seen, about have you someone seen the, playing a Cuban that isn't a Cuban. Have James you seen Franco. that? Did you, did you send him that, the Bill Maher clip? Which one? The one yes. that you sent me. Yes. Yeah, 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 I did. Yeah, yes. he just Specifically re- to stoke these fires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. brilliant. You know, <laughs> brilliant. You know, because it's all true. It's all, it's, you know. Yeah. Where does like, it doesn't go? make any sense. Where does it stop, though? Yeah. Where does it stop? Yeah. I don't know. It, where it, does it stop? Well, it stops where it's, where it's convenient for them because, you know, there's certain <laughs> ancestries that they don't want to be played by anyone else, but then other ancestries and other actors can do whatever they want. Here's a question. Have you ever been turned down for a role because you didn't look enough of a certain ancestry? Of course. How did it go down? I didn't get the role. <laughs> As in just straight up? You didn't ask for no follow-up? <laughs> Do they give you no, reasons? No, you don't. Right? Follow, you don't. You, they, no, you no. never get reasons, or you no. never. You, no notes. Ne- no director's notes. Nothing. What when you go out for an audition? Yeah. Nah. No, no, they can't be telling you to no, get they it because they, of this. You don't get that. any feedback. You don't. You, you send in your tape, or you go for the audition. And that's that. If you don't hear back, you don't hear back. Lonely, jilted girlfriend. You know what I mean? Just like <laughs> that's the way it is, man. Dear John, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm married to the sea. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's tough. It's a tough gig. <laughs> I'm just picturing you leaving like a casting couch or forlorn, dragging your feet you know, into the night. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Do you ever see yourself avoiding auditioning for a role because you think you'll never pull it off based on these critics? No, I mean, you don't think about, you don't think about any of this shit when you go for a role. Uh, if the role is, 
if if you're being offered a role or if you if you're being offered to audition for something, then you know you take it for what it is and you just you make it your own. And you know if they dig it, great. If not, then you know move on. It's pretty yeah. That's how I've taken it. Okay, here's a question I want to ask before about the Elvis movie, seeing as you guys have seen uh-huh. it. How did they gloss over the whole Priscilla thing? They met when she was like 16. It, well, they didn't, yeah, they kind of, they did gloss over it a little bit. They, 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 she didn't really have that many well, lines. Yeah, like character. I was saying to the, the D, I said, you know, that was a real nothing part, mm. the Priscilla part. Like, yeah. if you're an established actress, like, I don't, wouldn't exactly. see any point in taking that role because it was a nothing But there's the point. Role. That was the wife of Elvis Prisley. Right? Yeah. So- Clearly, she's key somewhere in the story. Well, she's, a, she's a key character in the life, but yeah, <clears throat> it but was a one-dimensional- I was thinking about it, because they met when yeah. she was 16. How the hell are you going to explain that to an audience in 2022 when we're getting up in arms? Yeah, they, you didn't, know what I mean? they didn't explain- They didn't- They didn't. It was a pedestrist. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't mention that. In those words? Like, <laughs> they paused the scene? <laughs> it's a pedestrist. This is me. <laughs> I've got a problem. <laughs> But you know, a pedestrian. <laughs> 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 so was Frank, so was Frank Sinatra if well, you, uh, with Mia Farrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it wasn't, how old was Mia Farrow? Was she 17, 18? And he was like eighty or some shit. <laughs> Fuck off, eighty. <laughs> maybe forty something. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you bringing Frank Sinatra into the conversation? No, because it's, it's <laughs> a similar thing. But it wasn't that long ago. And in the US, you could marry, you could have a child bride. Like it was really, think, yeah. And I think in some states, yeah, there's there's still the laws are still pretty lax, man. Yeah, they're lax or they're they're grey. But there's a difference between say a fourteen year old marrying a fourteen year old and obviously a fourteen year old marrying a well, it's not a, India, forty year old. You're betrothed. To no, like- but I, I think if the parents give permission, two fourteen year olds can get married. Yeah, no, they can even yeah, here in the US. I don't know about no, I, no, I'm I wasn't you. sure about here. If you're under 16, if you're 16 and 18, in between there, yeah. with parental consent, you can't get married. Parental guardian consent. Fair enough. Oh. <laughs> Your mind just blows. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I got a few 14-year-olds <laughs> just hanging out the door. Come on. <laughs> we're marrying 14-year-olds. But you asked that question ages ago, and we're going to turn it into a podcast. You are talking about the psychological um, ramifications of child brides Back then. And ped- you were talking about pedophilia and pedestry of ancient times versus today. And yeah. Because we don't have any records of what went on back then. We don't know how it affected, you know, people back then. We asked the question. We were talking about it. Yeah. What would the, would the effects, psychological effects be the same in the ancient world that they are today? Or would there be some kind of difference? What do you mean? You're, the way he was sort of not justifying it, but the way he no, sort of reasoned it. Yeah, it was a question. Yeah, as a hypothetical was because it was socially acceptable and it was the norm. In pagan times, yeah. Yeah. Um, wouldn't the child be better prepared or looking at it in a way where it wasn't psychologically damaging? Oh. Uh, how, how damaging would it be? Yeah. I'm just curious to know how damaging okay. it would have been back then. As opposed to, but it was a was, would it be the same or would it? It was a different relationship. Yeah. Like completely. Like the, the person that was taking on the child was a mentor. It, essentially, they were grooming the child. Yeah. But they weren't just grooming him for the sake of sexual abuse. They were grooming him in the- Him or her. Yeah, yeah in the coming of age process. Yeah. As part of yeah. ment- mentor-menteeship. Yeah. I remember that, you know, life expectancy was much shorter back then. Mm. People didn't live as long. Men 
lived less longer than women, even back then. So you got married at a much younger age. It was normal to get married at 12 or 13 and yeah, start a family at that the, age. What it was was when you were betrothed at that age, it was a link and a, a pipeline to asset, wealth. Wealth acquisition. Yeah. yeah. Between families. Territory. Where, where are we talking about? Like in what era and what part of the world? BC, like oh, BC. 1000, 2000 BC. BC. Oh, okay. They probably could go into medieval mm. times with it as well. Yeah, of yeah. course, man. You're telling yeah. me betrothed, people didn't get betrothed in of the Middle Ages. Of course they did, yeah, 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 definitely. And the life expectancy was still short then. So, yeah, yeah, yeah girls were betrothed at, you know, 10, 11, 12. Yeah, and they would ultimately get married yeah. at like 16 or 18. And start having children when they physically could. Right. Yeah, so it was like, you know, you've got the Marquis de whatever, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just the Marquis. The Marquis de Sade. Yeah, he's, he's his fa- one of his one of his favorites. All right. So you take this this guy of wealth and status and stature in yeah Norway. Right. The actually no, pick a pick a northeastern European country. Come on, so you're good at this. <laughs> Northeast of the Byzantine era, uh, like empire. Like picking a, a marquis or a baron yeah. or a count. Yeah, Spain or something okay, like that. There you yeah. go. That's west. All right, so you've got a baron from Spain, all right, who's probably in his mid to late 30s, even 40s. Like, there was no... I'm telling you. Then, you know, you've got not a lowly commoner, but someone of lower class, say, from Portugal, right, who's got a a daughter that's turned 12 or 13. They basically promise her off to the baron. Once she comes of age, like, they get married. And then, essentially, you join the forge a new family tree. I see. This is very interesting. Dude, this is standard type. I've been playing a computer game for like the last year, which mm. is literally set on all this sort of stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. fascinating. And that's what shits me about the royal family, that we're all so inbred. Yeah. Mm. Everyone's so engrossed with the royals. Yeah. And no one asks the questions of how they even got there to begin with. Mm. The fact that there are more nations celebrating independence days from the British rule, mm. that doesn't seem to be a problem to anyone. Mm. Do you know what I mean? The Commonwealth Games just finished. Why do we have the Commonwealth Games? Did it? Yeah. Didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, I saw, an, I saw something on the news. <laughs> no, but the Commonwealth Games, mm. how many nations were in the Commonwealth Games? Like 20, 30, whatever it is? Hang on, wait a second. Mm. Let me just suss this out. Uh, Commonwealth Games, how many competed this year? Commonwealth Games 2022 countries. <sighs> Hang on. Okay, we have... How many countries are in the 22? 72 Commonwealth nations. That means there were 72 countries that were mm. colon- former colonies of... The British. The British. Mm. Is that something to be proud of? I don't know. You should be proud of it, but... No, but... This is history, isn't it? Yeah, but we still exploit every exploit of the, of the royal family. Oh, right. Okay. You can't... Turn on the news or, like, open a paper without mm. seeing Prince William's oh. face in his, his kids. Yeah, I don't know what the fascination is with the royals. Me, personally, I don't, I don't really get it. I'm not really... But that's my point. They came about from hi- historically inbred programs oh. mm. where royals were betrothed at 12. Betrothed. I love that word. It's a great word. Just keep yeah. using it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. They did this for centuries to maintain power. Yeah, until we got to Queen Elizabeth II, who's freaking... Every day I see an article, Queen Health Worries. Oh, a queen, Queen's Health is a Worry. How old is she like? She's like 100. 100. 107? <laughs> Dude, she's in her... Like, she's, she's in the... 
the business end of the ninety of the nineties, <clears throat> man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, she's going to look frail. She's an old woman. Yeah. Mm, exactly. But the amount of drugs that they pump in her to keep her alive, I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> Are you part of that that uh, <laughs> that sphere of thinking? <laughs> I don't know. Like, what? That they're reptiles? <laughs> <laughs> Have you gotten into that? To what? Conspiracy theories regarding the NWA, the Illuminati, no, really, no. I mean, I've repped, read about it here and there, but I never- really I don't think you have. It. I'd read about it a long time ago, but I never got, never got into it. Okay. But I, I've never been fascinated with the royal family. I mean, I don't- What about, as in a world power sort of thing? Yeah, the history is interesting. Actually, you know what? There is one royal I, I did like. Okay. Prince- oh, Prince Who? Andrew? No, no. <laughs> Philip. Oh, Why? Well, have you heard the things he would he would say and do? No, he was just, the most racist old man in the world. Oh well, you know, he, <laughs> but he was so funny. Off. He was so, so funny. <laughs> no, no, he was. He was just. He had no filter. He just said whatever he wanted. He was Greek. Yeah, Greek German, and he just <laughs> said German. he just said what was on his mind. He'd, and he was actually found a lot of what he said really funny. Example. Well, some of, <laughs> some of the, the things. Stuck the fire, man. Stuck the fire. Yeah. Now, some of the things that were said that no, were no, racist. Yeah. yeah, no, but some of the things that people carried on about when he died that were extremely racist, I mean, I looked at some of them, were, yeah, quite off colour. Right. But others were, were tr- made sense. Like, there was a group of people that backpacked through um, Papua New Guinea. Okay. Uh, I don't and like it, how this is going. And it has <laughs> the <laughs> highest, <laughs> highest count per capita of cannibal. Like, it's got a huge cannibal They population. do, actually, yeah, yeah. And they backpacked through the regional areas, mm. and they came out of it unscathed. Right. And he said, oh, you managed not to get eaten. Good for you. Right. Now, that was an <laughs> achievement, because they yeah. went through the regional areas, yeah, the yeah, jungles, yeah, yeah. high cannibal count, yeah. population, and they yeah. didn't get eaten. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense to me. You know, I thought it was funny. Is I mean, that is? I mean, he, people came down on him for that. Okay. They were saying how disgusting that comment was. I thought, it's not disgusting. It actually makes sense when you think about it. That's lightweight, man. Well, yeah. I thought he was going off. No, off, no, off his no, face. No, no. He, he had that arrogance. He, had, he made arrogant comments about African tribes and, and this and that. Right, but, okay. But look, you also got to remember- you know, he's a man of his era, a Victorian imperialist man of his era. A lot of them, mm. Winston Churchill was the same. Well, this is the whole. I mean, this, this is the whole gripe. I mean, this is the whole thing with the, the the people. The what are they doing? Where they're they're trying to rewrite history, or they're trying to they're tearing. You know, they're, they're reimagining history that they don't like. Woke, yeah. the, the, you know, the woke mob who are trying to you know basically oh you know friggin' uh, Abraham Lincoln had slaves and George Washington. We got to tear down their statues, yeah. all that kind of jazz. You know, yeah, like, it's all that sort of thing. Well, <laughs> but they don't want to even look at you know slavery being a, a historical fact. Mm. In the US, you know, they don't want to. They don't want to deal with Gone with the Wind. They don't want to deal with, you know, to the Mockingbird, uh, to kill a Gone Mockingbird. Gone with the Wind. They have that. Um, they have a uh, what's it called? Like a subtitle that comes on before the movie starts. Now, yeah, really, which they never used to have. Yeah, uh, elements it, of this movie represent an era of uh, different oh values or something. Oh, blah, so blah, what? Blah. Uh, now we're yeah. going to have to put trigger warnings on so it is, many. It, it, that, sorry, you took the word right out. Well, that's silly. Warning. It's silly because yeah, you, what you're saying is right. They're and they're reimagining history. Yeah, to suit them. There was that film I saw, oh, the Begu- the beguiled. There was a remake. Beguiled. Beguiled or the beguiling or there was original film with Clint Eastwood and yeah. it was about the the Civil War and he plays a Confederate soldier and um, he's wounded and a house of sexually frustrated 
women who are isolated because how of the civil war. How do you find these movies? Man? Oh, you know how they are. <laughs> <laughs> you know. What a movie! Yeah. Yeah. They, they, Clint Eastwood, who was yeah. a stud when well, he was in his a 20s. Stud. He was at the peak of his yeah. stud, and, and the women take him in and they nurse him back to health. But it's, <laughs> Confederate soldier jamming all these women. <laughs> well, that's the thing, though, because he doesn't want the women to turn him in to the opposition. So he uses his masculine charms to keep them at bay. Typical, you know, house full of women that have a man in there that they all lusting after. They all turn on each other in an instant and start backstabbing each other to get to him. And there's a there's an African black slave in the house too. She's a key part. And it was remade with Colin Farrell and Colin Farrell. Yeah, it was a, it, Sophia Coppola, Colin Farrell, and Nicole Kidman. And they took the maid out of the story. Oh, completely. Because they thought it was improper. Now the. Was she intricate to the story? Very much so, because in that house, she represents a, a chief reason for why this war is going on. You know, she's a, and, and she's also quite a feisty, strong character. So she's not a one-dimensional maid in the background, but she's a, a symbol of, of the Civil War, and that was an important part of the, of the book and the original film. And they got rid of her. And they got rid of it because they thought it wasn't, you know. How's the movie without it? If you're aware of the original book and the original film, then it's, yeah, well, it, sucks. it's yeah. it sucks. You know, it's severely it's severely lacking. I like Colin Farrell though. I think he carries mm. weight as an actor. Yeah, I, I like yeah, him. Absolutely. But it, as as a film, it didn't it didn't work. Okay, here's a question. Peter Sellers. Oh yeah, I like amazing. Him. I love Peter. Sellers. The party. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. He's in blackface the entire brownface the entire time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Should that be? Just stricken from the record. Well, well, Nothing should be stricken from the record. Well, according to the latest, yeah. I mean, if you go by what's in vogue now, then mm. yeah. Yeah, it, it should be apparent, but I don't think anything should be stricken from the record. It was just, I thought it was funny. I didn't, I don't care about these black faces, brown faces, but I will say that if you are going to do it, be prepared for a potential backlash. A way to you have to be it. careful how you do it and where you do it. I think. I think there's a way to do it where it's tasteful yeah. and not you're not punching down on anyone. Well, I mean, if you guys came to my party in blackface dressed as Ray Charles or Louis Armstrong or whatever, it wouldn't bother me. I'd see it as appreciation. Like, you know, you're, you're, you're dressed up. You're paying homage to- Well, you, you, you know, you're dressed up as one of your favorite singers and, you, and you put, you've gone the whole hog. I don't care. You know, that doesn't bother me, but I wouldn't recommend you going into Harlem and doing that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that could be a bit I'm just different. picturing this guy walking through Harlem in blackface, dressed like Ray Charles. <laughs> yeah, good luck. You would Good luck. <laughs> it just, it, you have to be careful about where you... It's all about context, things. right? It's all about context. Yeah. And if you, if you understand what blackface means in the context of where it comes from and all that kind of stuff, then, yeah, yeah then it's about knowing your audience, right? It's, it, yeah. yeah. In some cases, it may be inappropriate. So, you've just got to watch where you do it and how you do it. You know, but we're living in times now where the, the, everything is so super sensitive. And so, people are afraid. They're afraid to, you know, make a wrong step because it could mean their career and it could mean them getting cancelled or censored yeah. and just wiped out, man. So, it's interesting times right now. I think we've just lost the ball. Two years of COVID and isolation had people reassessing the dumbest things to find validation. <laughs> Too much time on their hands. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. And they had nothing else to preoccupy themselves with. And that was it. 
they ran out. They stopped wearing fresh clothes every day because they were right at home, so they had no new felt, uh, lint in their bit navels, mm. and they just found something else to pick out until they like uh, turned themselves inside out. Yeah. I'm serious. Yeah, no, dude, we- pronouns and all this shit was yeah. not an issue up until. Yeah. Not that long ago. It hasn't been no. that long. And it's all over the corporate world now. You, you, you're you seeing email signatures with pronouns. Luckily, not in my industry, but in other industries, mm. you are, and you know, in meetings, people introduce themselves and give their pronouns and ask you for your pronouns. So, you know, certain- But what does it matter? How's that anyone's business? It's, it's like- all about respecting the person's identity. And, you know, banks are full of it. Like the LGBTI lobby in the ANZ, for example, is, is up, has gone absolutely wild with their hysteria and their extremism. It depends on, you know, which but corp. Look- but it's all over corp and it's all over education. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. This, this is, the, this is the that, that, That's the danger is with education. Well, from daycare all the way up to higher education. It's affecting every single level. Of I think what That's annoys concerning. me is, oh, yes. the, is the actual energy and time that we're allowing people that, like you see it on TikTok, you see it on YouTube, these idiots who declare themselves influencers, nothing else going on in their lives, but they're doing re-evalu- uh, pronoun reevaluation sessions and announcements three times a year. Oh. I'm now decided to go back to X, Y, and Z pronoun. This is how I feel today. And, you know, you know what I mean? And I'm doing this public service announcement to inform you all of what my new pronouns are. Well, we've discussed this before. It's part of the uh, latest wave of societal fashion identity. But it's hysteria. Like well, you say, like it's, you said it, it yourself. It's not even that. It's, 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 it's narcissism. That's how I well, see it. Well, it is. It, and it's, but the problem is it's been so uh, galvanized. It's been so politicized. Galvanized is a good word. Yeah, but it has. That's the problem. It shouldn't be taken any more seriously than a, like I always say, than a goth or a punk or an emo or hippie. That's the level of seriousness was it, it should Demi be taken. Lovato? I think it was Demi Lovato. Who's that, that out. woman? I keep hearing her name and I've got no Someone idea Someone on TV in oh. the movies. I don't know. Can you- I think she's a singer. Oh. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure she's a singer slash right. TV actor or something. Why? Right? She's, what, what about her? She just made like another announcement, going reverting back to being a- she. Oh right, so she was not a she. She was a she, and then she be- was something else. And then oh, she, was a, to- she became a they. She became a they. She's a- but if your pronouns she's are that free from gender, if you can be that mm. flippant with your pronouns and changing mm. them six times a year. Mm. What value do they have? Well, that's how flippant young people you know, are with identities. You can only change your name, your legal name. You can only change your legal name like once or twice in one year and no more than three times ever. Mm. Yeah, right. Okay. How come you can change your, that? Like, that's your name. That's your identity. There are so many ways you could- There are so many reasons why you'd want to change your name. Maybe you were in a horrific marriage, you know, and you change your name for that. Maybe you need to start a new life because you're escaping some fucked up past- Whatever, right? There could mm. be so many reasons. Maybe someone's passed away. You want to pay tribute to them by changing your name to incorporate their, your name into theirs. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, so many reasons to change your name, yet legally we can only do it like three times in a lifetime. Mm. Yet your pronoun, you're, you're meant to stay up to date with everyone's pronouns as they feel fit, as yeah, they see no, fit. it's garbage. It makes no sense to me. Do you know what I mean? No, yeah. makes well, no sense it, to me either. See, this is the thing. This is why I've missed actually catching up with you guys. Like, I can't believe it's been three years since we've sat down. Who else would you have had? We've been chatting now for like, what? Uh, just over an hour. Mm-hmm. Who else do you know that you could sit down and just bring up? We literally discussed 
everything from golden age era movies from the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. But then found a way to tie it into societal structure, pedestry. <laughs> 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 Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 